I am Noah Weinberg, the host of Z89's The Juice, and I'm joined right now by Tal Kamara. Is that how I, pr- how I pronounce your last name? Yeah. All right, Tal Kamara. He is the creator and the head of the Instagram page Hip Hop Bible, um, which I currently contribute to. And so, Tal, who are some of your favorite rappers, both right now and all time? Okay, yeah, this is a great question. Um, well, when I first started listening to rap music, it was a lot of Joey Badass, Chance the Rapper, J. Cole. I was really into No Name. Um, and like nowadays, some of my favorite groups ever. Um, I really like UGK, 3-6 Mafia, my rest in peace, Gangsta Boo. Um, Outcast, always listening to Outcast and uh jay-z for sure and as far as newer acts i love red veil i love everything that has come out of the slum scene in new york um and definitely like a lot of the atlanta scene there's a great underground atlanta scene going on right now so yeah that's what i'd say who who are some atlanta rappers that you're you're currently a fan of yeah there's this great little interesting scene in atlanta with uh this artist flower child who makes kind of more R&B, like smooth, bass-heavy stuff. He collaborates a lot with this artist, Alex Hassel, um, this artist, Gremlin, and um, a bunch of other really dope rappers. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, so you've been in charge of Hip Hop Bible for quite a while now. And so I was wondering if you could talk to me about the inspiration behind starting the page and then like, what void were you looking to fill in the hip-hop social media sphere? Yeah, so with Hip-Hop Bible, I had been running a soccer-themed Instagram account before I got involved with uh, music stuff. And this guy was running a, a Kendrick Lamar J. Cole fan page. And this was about 2018. I was a sophomore in high school. And he needed help with it. And so I don't know why, I guess I just followed him randomly and I started helping out with the account and the account started growing really fast. Uh, I think we jumped to like 25,000 followers, which was kind of a big deal for me because I was like 16 and I didn't really know what I was doing, kind of just like messing around. And I took over the account after that because he wasn't really doing much. Um, all respect to that guy, but uh, he, he he respected my my request. And after that, I wanted to transition from being a fan page to being more of a general music account. And it was really just about getting involved with the music community. I There was a really strong hip hop Instagram community um, towards the end of the 2010s. It's not really as strong right now. Um, one of the, the mainstays actually recently passed away. He stopped posting. His account was called uh, Tapimpa Caterpillar. His name is Omar. Um, and he passed away. a lot of music. Yeah. Yeah, he passed away. He's from the UK. Um, and he's a big reason why I kind of started getting into even non-rap. I started listening to a lot of Bjork and um, Massive Attack, Stereo Lab, like a lot of 90s stuff. And then just music in general. Um, kind of an extension of like the Rate Your Music, Anthony Fantano stuff going on online. Um, and yeah, that kind of started to inform Hip Hop Bible and type of music I was talking about it was less conventional stuff and more stuff like JPEG Mafia I hear you um so I I mean I've been following your page for a while and uh, I remember like you you stopped posting for like years quite literally and so 
you just talk to me about your lengthy hiatus from posting? Like what happened with you? Yeah. So I was really successful relative to my age. I think at the time I was like 17 and I was involved with three Instagram accounts. I was helping my friend Kobe with Dose Hip Hop, which had 40,000 followers, Hip Hop Bible, which was about at 35,000. And then I was helping my friends with Rap Culture, which had about 60,000. And uh, they started their page um, after seeing like the example that I had set because they were some friends of mine. And I got really burnt out. Um, and so I guess this is the first time I've like talked about this publicly. It's kind of embarrassing, but um, I was on social media a lot and I was on my phone and computer a lot. And I started to feel my hands hurting. Um, and I had a repetitive stress injury, essentially. Um, I can't really explain why it happened to me, particularly because my screen time wasn't egregious compared to any other online creator, um, probably like seven hours at my peak, which is crazy. But um, what ended up happening was, yeah, like uh, an, a type of carpal tunnel syndrome, that type of thing, if that uh, contextualizes a little bit, um, and it spread to the rest of my body. Um, so your body parts start compensating. And I was in pain all the time in my back, neck, arms, hands, uh, wrists, chest. And then literally a couple months after that started, I had the first of two really massive leg surgeries. So that put me out of even using a computer, writing with a pencil, using my phone for about three years. And um, for my junior and senior years of high school, I did not do much schoolwork. Um, I took a gap year after high school and um, I just was not active online at all. So yeah, I, I completely disappeared off the face of the earth. I disabled the accounts and um, yeah, it sucked. <laughs> it really sucked. No, that, that sounds absolutely horrific, especially in like some, some prime years of your life in high school. And so I'm curious, like what led you to come back to Instagram, especially after all those like physical hardships, like what? What brought you back to maintaining an online presence? Um, well, I I think this might be, how do I say this? I feel like I have something to say. I feel like I have creative urges and I know how to do social media. So I knew that if I came back, I would grow. Like my pages would grow and I would have professional opportunities. Um, and I also love doing it. There's a reason why I was doing it so much because it's just really fucking fun. Um, can I, can I curse? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's really fun. It's really fun to, to write and, and have community and talk about music with people and nerd out about shit with people. Um, and the, the three, four years that I was like out of commission, I would think about it really often, which might sound sad to some people, but like, I mean, I'm already, I've been back for a couple months and I've already received so many professional opportunities. I've interviewed artists like Saba and and um, gotten to meet a bunch of my favorite artists. So it's already like, it's already giving me a lot. And um, I'm almost grateful for the time that I spent away from it so I could appreciate it more being back now and um, starting to go into this rebrand with a lot of ambitious ideas that I've been thinking about for the past couple of years. I think I'm older now. I'm almost 21. Um, and I think I'm more ready for maintaining a responsible platform i can also like talk about things that i'm passionate about as well as like causes that i'm passionate about you know um labor and and uh trying to incorporate more queer artists into uh hip-hop conversations so i feel like that's kind of what i bring to the table 
uh, as far as like the overall community of hip hop and, and music at large. Absolutely. I mean, you, you mentioned it earlier that you're, you're looking to rebrand the page. And so why is that? And what are you looking to accomplish with the rebrand? Yeah, so the name Hip Hop Bible, I feel like is inherently limiting. We kind of have to talk about hip hop because that is what is in the name. And I'm interested in other genres of music. I'm interested in other types of art. And I don't think I was ever a, a Bible of hip hop. Like I would meet artists and they'd say, oh, you're Hip Hop Bible. And I'd say, I am not that. Like, that's not me. That's the brand name. But I, I can't shake that. I haven't been able to shake that. And also with me coming back, I kind of want to turn a new leaf, start a new chapter, um, kind of start a new brand. That's possible. Kind of the details are murky about, you know, what we're particularly going to produce on different platforms as far as TikTok and YouTube goes, um, what kind of a business we're going to be, if we are going to be a business, what other creative ventures we're going to jump into. I have a ton of ideas, but it's essentially all about a fresh start, uh, a new look, um, yeah, I, I think the name was a little limiting. I'm, I'm excited for whatever comes next. That's beautiful, man. I mean, I know you you just left. I'm right here. I'm right here. Don't. All right. I was like, what? <laughs> um, no, so I, I know that you, you've you been uh, recruiting people to, to join the Hip Hop Bible team, including myself. Um, and so I just want you to talk about, like, enlisting others from around the country to, like, help you with this rebrand and this project and like what purpose do each of these new members serve? Yeah. So I'm looking for, um, I'm looking for people that are creative, that are ambitious, that kind of are like-minded in, in some ways, but also different than me. So I have uh, people on the team from everyone's in their twenties from, from age, like I think 20 to 28, um, different skill sets. So we have, uh, Rappers, writers, editors, graphic designers, photographers, uh, et cetera. And it's all about spreading out the workload, I guess, um, trying to figure out how to take into account everyone's busy schedules and lives, um, but also put a lot of passion into this project because I think I believe in it and I, and I want other people to start believing in, in its potential. Um, and as far as the people that have joined the team, I think all of them are really talented individuals. And I think collectively we can do a lot together. It's all about, again, working together conducively and trying to bring everyone up as the account continues to grow, because there has been a lot of growth. And this is even before everyone started to be incorporated into the account. So I'm not a business. I'm, I'm a person at the moment. And so trying to compensate the people helping me out by providing them opportunities has been very gratifying. Um, and I can provide an example of that, I guess. Provide an example. Yeah. So um, Ali on our team, they're a photographer and they're doing incredible things in New York. They're also like really, really well connected. But uh, with the platform, I, I can reach artists kind of easier than most people. And um, I saw this producer, Stoic, uh, his manager posted about wanting to uh, film a video with um, a videographer. And I connected uh, Stoic to Ali. And Ali helped Stoic and CJ Fly from Pro Era film a video for their upcoming collaborative album. And that's just a, a connection that I'm, I'm really proud to have helped make. And I know now um, 
Ali is working with Stoic and CJ Fly, I think, on music, which is great because Ali is an incredible rapper. I think they're going to get their flowers soon. But um, yeah, things along those lines, I'm I'm looking to help everyone on the team with. No, that's awesome, man. And so, like, as you rebrand and move into this next chapter of the page, are you drinking a Yerba? Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Okay. I love Yerba Mate. Yerba Mate is so fucking good. I respect it. I'm more of a coffee guy, but I I, I get it. So, as you're moving into this new era of the Instagram page, um, I'm just curious, like, long-term, like, what, what are some goals that you're looking to accomplish with the Instagram page? Yeah. So, first and foremost content that I'm proud of. So any follower of my page would know that right now it's a lot of reels and um, a lot of lists, kind of expanding the scope of the content to encapsulate uh, highlights of underground artists, interviews, little mini essays, maybe even some um, social and political commentary, definitely stuff to do with the rec- the. Uh, record labels and the music industry at large and then also explain expanding to other platforms so trying new tiktok content maybe like man on the street stuff with interviews um youtube youtube videos as far as like video essays and um long form interviews go i think there's a lot of potential there i'm really intrigued in like for example meeting with a producer and having a series where they maybe take me or one of the other team members to one of their favorite food spots and then, you know, grab a bite to eat. That's kind of a, a setting for the start of an interview, go record shopping. And then it's kind of like they, they make a beat and choose a sample based off of the type of food that we just ate. So if it's like, if it's Mexican food, cool. you, you look for like some, some old Mexican soul records and try to chop something out of that. So kind of um multidisciplinary uh, approach to to YouTube videos and and all types of content creation is something that I'm looking at. And there's definitely a ton of wonderful accounts that are inspiring us. That's beautiful, man. Well, thank you so much for joining us uh, on the Juice Day Tal. I'm excited to see what happens with the page. I mean, I know I'll be helping out with it. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on and uh, for being on the Juice. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me.